caution. The Mark Kunger Show contains adult content intended for an adult audience. And, besides that, he's really weird. Welcome to the Mark Gunger Show with international marriage speaker and author of Laugh Your Way to a Better Marriage, Mark Gunger. This is your source for practical, down-to-earth marriage advice without all the over-spiritualization or romantic nonsense. And now the host of the Mark Gunger Show, Mark Gunger. crowd goes wild with delirious joy. They've joined the Mark Gunger Show, the show that deals with all things concerning... Marriage. Marriage. Indeed, I'm your host, the one, the only, Mark Gunger. Joining me is always the ever-lovely and charming That's Lady funny. Diane. She's got a haircut. I know. Every time She's I so change pretty. it, you have to say something She's about so it. She's so pretty. And, of course, the amazing Philip James Gunger, heir to the vast Gunger fortune... Fast. Fast. That's the right word. Fast. $27, somewhere in that ballpark, somewhere in there. Stock market's up, maybe it's up to 29 You never know. Engineering the show is always the very talented but eerily creepy (laughs) Timothy Robert Ray, pushing buttons, twisting knobs, and trying to stay awake during this incomprehensibly, immeasurably boring show. This is the show that handles your marital challenges, relational conundrums, and dating dilemmas that you can email to us at ask, A-S-K, at markgungor.com. Danielson, Danielson, look at the beard on this guy. Dang. Except no one can. Hey, he can, nobody can see him, but we can Turn see him. Turn it into him. a lumberjack. Like, he's got this lumberjack. When did you start growing that? November. Oh, November. That's I say I could never grow that much of a beard in 17 years. No, you couldn't. I'm like, I'm like a girly man. I thought you were going to try it. You said the other day, this November, I'm going to start growing it out. Yeah, I, I lasted like three days and the itching was driving me so insane I couldn't <laughs> take it. Uh, but, but even worse, it wasn't even that. It was like... Uh, it's pure white. Mm-hmm. Like pure Santa. white. I look like Santa Claus. I look like a little fat Puerto Rican Santa Claus. And I said, this is awful. So I, uh, I shaved it off. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Yeah, your son can grow a full beard. Look at yeah, that. I know. I, that that comes from- I also don't look as Puerto Rican as he does. I know. That's from his mother's side of the family. Not that my wife has a beard, but her brothers <laughs> all do. So... <laughs> Thank anyway, goodness. Yes. What you got there? Okay, I can't remember where I found this little list. It's 10 things to do for your wife every year. It's because you're getting old. You can't remember. That's true. <laughs> There's some truth to that. Number one, take a trip alone with her. Take a trip, trip alone, alone with, with her. her. I guess that means no kids or no whatever. That's a good idea. Or you both take a trip alone together? <laughs> no, alone with her. With, oh, her. with her. Not to your own alone trips. <laughs> alone with her. Why do you think more couples don't do that? Uh, they would say money, and they don't have money, and they don't have time. They're too busy, and they don't, and they don't have the money. That's what I would bet they say. Huh. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't have to be like to around the world. Right. Right. Why do you think they don't do it? Uh, usually the, the wives won't do it. Because they don't want to leave their kids? They can't leave the kids for more than 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. The very things that drive them insane. Mm-hmm. The kids are, ah, ah, and she's going nuts. Ah, these kids are, so let's go so, no, I can't leave them. It's like, it's like a drug And addict. it's usually the man it's like who a drug says we don't have the that's money. shooting heroin. They know it's killing them, but they can't stop. This is true. I don't know what that is. And then is. the man will say, no, I don't have the time. I can't take the vacation. Uh, I, yes. We don't have the money. money. That's the man I thing is the, the money. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, number two, make a big deal about her birthday. Make a big deal, deal about I'm her I'm lucky. Birthday. The big deal is if I remember it. <laughs> Thank God That's, you have someone to help you do that. <laughs> someone does that. I can't remember her name. <laughs> She's already started. 16 the, days. The you countdown. Have 16 days. The countdown began. <laughs> Yesterday. All right. Uh, number four, give her a weekend away. Oh. So like girls weekend or something maybe? Go to the spa, honey. Give her a, a weekend, weekend away. away. That's probably never happened in your nearly 44 years of marriage. I don't think so. But that's not her. Right. She just... Uh, it's his wife. On the other hand. Yeah. My wife does it, yeah. She'd do it. Christy's all about the weekend And she has away. no problem taking the triple O. And, and, right. And, and leaving the I, Everybody's just different. Mm-hmm. I don't know. The hardest was when she went... Uh, she took a uh, trip. A, it was a family trip to go, and her grandfather wasn't feeling well. Mm-hmm. So they went to say their goodbyes and did like a... I think it was a 10-day... Almost two week trip or something. That was long. Was yeah. that hard for you? Oh yeah, or the her two or weeks both? Of my life. Because <laughs> <laughs> you had to watch the kids the whole time. Yeah, yeah. I could. You're a better man than me, man. I, I couldn't handle it. it for three hours. He wouldn't mm. do it. Except I'd, at the very end, I will admit, I think she she asked to stay like one more day. It's like no. And I was nope. yeah. Nope. Come home. Which what's one more day? But in my mind, I was just like. <laughs> it felt like one more <laughs> month. It's like telling the kids like let's do Christmas tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Number four. All right. Get dressed up in a suit and tie and take her on a date. Well, I can't write to any of these things mm-hmm. because I'd do that anyway. Mm-hmm. I love to get dressed up. Mm-hmm. I overdress. All the time. <laughs> All the time. And she, she just shakes her head. You don't need to be dressed up so fancy, Mark. We're so, only going to McDonald's. See, <laughs> so I would like it if she just, you know, I like just going nuts. Dressed up all the time. The nines, but anyway, okay. Uh, five, pray continually for her and with her. You know, it's hard to do, like when, when you're trying to have a conversation with someone else, but you still pray continually with her. Yeah. I'm not done praying. Yet. It's hard to eat meals. Uh, it's yeah, hard it's to. It's hard to do anything. Yeah. Hard to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Because I can't. So praying. What yeah. pray continu- what continually pray. Continually. Continually. Continually pray Only continually Christians. for her Only and with Christians. her. Mm-hmm. Life isn't stressful enough. Let's help you. Let's help you by making you feel worse. And add some more Because you don't pray continually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Number six, take her to For the- her and with her. For her and with her. But not at the same time? That wouldn't work if it's continually. Because I'm either <laughs> continually praying for her or I'm praying continually with her. You can play. How for, can you, you pray? You can pray for her with her. With her. For her. With her. For her. With her. Would you this pray with is, me? Because uh, I can pray for you. This is classic Christianese, where they're using something that we know they're referencing a translation from a Bible verse, <laughs> but mostly, but if you don't know, yes, or haven't read that particular <laughs> translation, you're sitting there thinking like, "Oh my lord!" Mm-hmm. Continually. Mm-hmm. Really? Continually. Now, now I feel awful because I don't continually <laughs> Continue pray. pray for her. Or with her. I, I'm telling. I'm not too confused all right number six take her to the place of your first date do people even remember that <laughs> yeah but that's what if it's across the country yeah <laughs> then you have to weird. combine it with taking a trip with her <laughs> yeah yeah that would be a little weird mm-hmm. all right uh seven give her a week our off first from- date was uh, in our backyard in nealsville wisconsin mm-hmm. So that'd be really weird. If you should show up at the house. At hey, this, this house. was the place of our first date. And, and, and put out like a blanket and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and people like, hey, who are you? Get off my lawn. But it's the place of our first date. <laughs> I don't care. Get off my lawn. Who are you people? All right. Uh, seven, give her a week off from mom duties. Well, you gave her two weeks off, Phil. Yeah, he's the man. <laughs> That's the person. 
Uh, number eight, take her to a show. I don't know if that means like a Broadway show. Some people call the movie the show. I take my wife to the gun show every day. Right? <laughs> there you go. What kind of show? See, there again, I, I love going to shows more than she does. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. I'm all jacked up. Number nine, write a love letter to her. Dear wife, uh, thank you. The end. I love you. I did uh, make the mistake of when I proposed to her, I wrote her a poem. Whoops. Yeah. That was setting a bad still precedent waiting there, 17 Phil. years later. Like, For the next one? Yeah, she thought, oh, he writes poems. That's what he does. Uh-huh. No, he doesn't. No. He just did it that yeah. one time. One hit wonder. Uh, the last one, 10. Give her a head-to-toe massage without expecting anything. Huh. <laughs> Seems like a waste. <laughs> <laughs> Put all that effort and energy into that for nothing. <laughs> What's so, that about? Like terrible waste down to me. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I think I hate this. I think you hate this list? Yeah. Because? Just because it's, I, I can't relate to it. It's because you're a woman. These are things mom should be reading right now. Did she read? Yeah. This is what you need to do for Mark. She's more of a man than I am. you should do for Mark every year. We kind of flop around on a lot of stuff. Take a trip with him. Take, make trip, a big deal a about his birthday. Take a trip along with me. Make a big deal about my birthday. Give me Give a, a weekend, weekend away. away. Get dressed, get dressed up and, take, up him and take him on a date. Pray for him. Yeah, I know the continually praying thing creeps right. me out, okay? The date uh, thing. Take it out. The date thing's weird. <laughs> Give him a Give week, him a week off, off from his man duties. From my man, that would be awesome. Yes. Take him to a show. Yeah. Right, I love, 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 love. That always what? creeps me out. I don't like that stuff. And give him a head and toe massage. But expect something. Expect like something in, in return. <laughs> See, now that would work. Now that would work. Yeah, right? right? For you. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm all jacked up. Yeah. You were jacked up, all right. That's all. <laughs> like Jimmy Bretcher says, we're all jacked up. All right. Well, now after that <laughs> disturbing introduction. <laughs> We'll take a break and come back with more, uh, what do we do? Emails. Yes. Your emails right yes. after this break. Download your free Mark Gunger app today to see all of the latest from the world of Mark Gunger. She got long blonde hair and a sweet disposition. You ought to see what she does in the kitchen. Grits and gravy. Chicken too. My baby even cooks me barbecue. I love my baby. Yeah, yeah, I love my baby. Yeah, I love my baby. My baby loves me. The music of Jimmy Bratcher. Check it out, JimmyBratcher.com. We just had a great week uh, snowmobiling with Jimmy. With the Bratchers. It was very fun. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. <coughs> just hanging out. We went up north. Up north. To the great white north. <laughs> you know, we haven't, I've done any snowmobiling since because it's been so stinking warm. Well, and then it rained and it ruined the snow. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. It's like you get all the snow. Like right now, we just got some more snow mm-hmm. here in Wisconsin and it's going to warm up to like 40 mm-hmm. again. It's been really a weird year. Mm-hmm. This is like bizarre, bizarre. Anyway, so much I miss my snow. I want the snow. All right, what do you got there? Okay, woman yeah. writing, she says, How do I forgive my husband's porn viewing? I have been praying for God to take the hurt and pain away and to help me forgive my husband. I'm not interested in having sex, and therefore it's been several weeks since we've had sex. I don't want him to go back to the porn, but I also don't like feeling that I'm in competition with what he's been seeing on the screen. He's been doing and saying all the right things. He's more attentive to me. He seems truly repentant. He's reading his Bible regularly, yet I can't seem to get past it. I catch myself being mad at him and saying hurtful things around him. Well, when did she find out about it? 
I'm looking at the date here. So what she's saying is he admitted it and he stopped it and now she can't forgive him. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it was probably over a year, judging by the dates that she gave me here. It's been about a year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's just going to destroy her husband. I was going to take your marriage and put a bomb in it, light it on fire, and blow it up. She says, I want the hurt to go away. I want my good marriage back. How do I get there? How do I quit being mad all the time? How do I truly give it to God and not take it back? And how do I trust him? You again? just do it. Good grief. You know, he had a problem point. He's finally getting it right. She, he's doing everything he wanted her to do. She wanted him to do. And now she's starving him sexually, starving him out sexually, which will, of course, just Drive eventually him make him go him. back to porn. You're doing exactly what you need to do to make sure that he fails because you can't get over it. I don't understand these people. <clears throat> what they say, you know, my husband cheated on me. Uh, how, how can I trust him again? Well, their version of trust, they want a guarantee. Mm -hmm. There is no guarantee. Mm -hmm. Anybody can do anything at any given time. That's why it's called trust. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just, <sighs> I, I would need to know the history going into this. That's what I want to know. What was going into this? What happened? How did she find out about whatever? Because it wouldn't surprise me at all if she knew about it the whole time. And she was on him and getting to him. And you need to stop. And you need to stop. And, and finally stop. And now she turns around and she's hammering him. No, she says they've married 26 years and she found out 26 years into it. So she just found out. Mm -hmm. Like just a bit over a year ago. But she's, what, what's with a couple of weeks ago? She had sex with a couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. I haven't had, well, because she has sex with them, but she lets it go long and far between, apparently. Well, all she's going to do is guarantee that he fails. I don't know. You got an answer? Anybody got an answer? I don't know what it is with people. You know? How do you get over it? Well, especially if what, it's, what does that mean, get I, over I it? I think. I can't remember it anymore? She'll always remember. She's not hurt by it anymore? Well, it hurt, hurts hurt. You, if someone hurts you, it's just supposed to hurt. If I stab well, Diane with a knife. he's not doing it, For example, it, if apparently. I stab Diane with a knife right now, hurt. let's do this for an experiment. And I just stab her, mm -hmm. it's going to hurt. Mm -hmm. well, how can I get over it? Well, what do you mean by get it? I don't want to hurt anymore. Well, it's going to hurt until it heals. Yeah. It'll take time to heal. Yeah. But she probably won't come around me if I'm holding a knife anymore. Probably not. Well, <laughs> see, and that's what she's doing. <clears throat> because he hurt her, she's not coming around because the porn is there. You just said it. <laughs> no, her version of that is like, uh, uh, <laughs> it's going to be a hard time making any sense out of this analogy. Okay, I'll listen. Her action is guaranteeing that he's going to fall back into porn. So if you're nervous about knives, what I'm going to do to fix that is I'm going to shove you in a closet full of knives. What? <laughs> you're nervous about knives because yeah. I stabbed you with a knife. yeah. So my answer to that is I'm going to shove you in a closet with all kinds of knives everywhere. To help me get over my fear over of knives? Well, I'm just saying it doesn't make any sense. She's afraid. She doesn't like the fact that he did porn. So now she's treating him in such a way that's going to virtually guarantee that he's going to go back to porn. It doesn't make any sense. It's, it's inconsistent. I want him to stop being this way. So I'm going to now act in a way that's going to guarantee, guarantee. that he'll be this way. Yeah. I think it's more like when you're healing. You know, like I just had the shoulder mm -hmm. surgery. You know, to fix a minor problem, <laughs> of course, it gets worse right away, right? You can't move your arm, right. can't do anything, and it hurts every time you do it. But you go to a therapy where they make you do stuff that hurts because if you don't do what you're supposed to do, even though it hurts, mm -hmm. it's not going to get better. Eventually, you keep doing it, and it gets stronger, and you get better. That is a really good point because while point. she is hurt about this, 
she needs to have sex with him and connect with him anyway because that's the only way it's going to get better. You've got that's to actually start, brilliant. You have film. to start Brent, doing Brent. the right things yes. now, even though yes. it, when it hurts. hurts. That's absolutely brilliant, actually. Are those Especially muscles are when he's stronger. he's for such a long time shown her that he's not using it, he's not going back to it, he's not he's doing all the right things. So now she needs to. Yeah, if you wait until that, you right? feel strong again, it's like saying, "Well, I'll lose weight once I'm not so overweight, mm-hmm. or I'll start lifting weights so once hungry. I get stronger." <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's inconsistent what she's yes. doing. I just have a I just I struggle with people who say, "How do I get over stuff?" I don't understand that. I don't. Yeah. I know a lot of people struggle with it, but I just I don't get it. I mean, if you forgive somebody, you forgive somebody. Yeah, there is no getting over it. What do you mean getting over it? that? That that's that's how you get not over thinking it. about it, you, not feeling it anymore, not fretting about it anymore. See, I don't know. I mean, it's it's like. Uh, You know, I, I just don't listen to my feelings that much. I think people are just a little jacked up. When I was first learning to fly airplanes, mm-hmm. uh, there was a time where I was scared to death getting in a plane. I mean, terrified. Because I thought, for sure, I'm going to kill myself. Mm-hmm. Okay? And I would intentionally go flying. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you were afraid you weren't going to let the feelings of fear keep you from doing yeah, so I, that's, I, that's But that's just me. I know yeah. there's a lot of people who aren't that way. A lot of people who would have a fear of flying that I'm never going to get in that plane because yeah. I'm, I'm going to kill myself. I'm not yeah. going to do it. So that's that's probably more normal. I'm just saying for me, I don't understand it. So people letting no, but things... But that's how you get over it, though. I know. Because but otherwise I... you'd stay on the ground, you'd be afraid of planes, and your whole life, I'm afraid of planes, I'm afraid of planes, I'm afraid of planes, I can't get on it. And You know what I mean? Yes. So you have to, in order to overcome it, she needs to get on the plane. Yeah. She needs to get on the I plane. I guess that's why I have a hard time relating to it because I've, I've never let things keep me away because of... Mm-hmm. You know, when I was first doing seminars, I was terrified mm-hmm. to get in front of all those people. Mm-hmm. What am I going to do? I'm going to screw it up. I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. You know? He's so, doing the right so, thing, so, what I do, so she needs I did to do anyway. the right thing. I just, I, whatever right. it is I'm afraid of, I tend to do anyway. So I don't understand. And if I forgive somebody, I forgive them. Mm-hmm. I still remember he screwed me over. Mm-hmm. There's a guy in my life right now. Mm-hmm. Totally screwed. Totally. I mean, I... <laughs> I want to say something, but I won't. I mean, like you have no idea. No. I mean, really brutal. All right, and I I spent almost the whole day with him a couple of days ago, mm-hmm. and I loved every second of it mm-hmm. because so how to get over it? I, I, just get, I, I remember what he did. I'm a, I'm aware of what he did. Mm-hmm. Did it hurt? Yeah, it hurt. Mm-hmm. What I do? I just I forgave him. I just mm-hmm. I don't struggle with that. So when I hear someone like this asking, I, every fuse of my brain pops. Mm-hmm. Because I guess I, you know, I'm like I'm like the intro, you know, ten yeah, things to do with weird. your wife. I just I I guess I'm odd enough mm-hmm. that in some things I just cannot really. I think Phil's answer was perfectly good because <clears throat> in order to heal, you got to do things that does that does hurt. That's how you heal, and that I relate to because I've I've had, we've all had injuries mm-hmm. or something like that. I had a shoulder once that uh, a frozen shoulder. Oh, does that hurt? Mm-hmm. And the only way to fix it yeah. is torture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just keep. Pulling on that thing and making it move when you don't want it to. And that's how you heal. So that was a good answer. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that I couldn't get over the fact that she couldn't get over it. Because I still can't get over that. I don't get it. I don't understand this. I guess I'm an odd I'm, I'm not. What can I tell you? But you know, that was good. You gave me that advice once when I was young. I was just starting to learn to play the guitar. Did my first ever playing in front of people. You know, you're mm-hmm. up on the stage and you're playing. Uh, and it, I was awful. <laughs> and like I knew it was awful, awful. and I'd like you don't ever want to get back up there and do it again yeah. and we had uh, 
I, th- I think another service. You go up there yeah. and you're just awful the first time. So it's like, I want to go on go for second service. And do it service. again. Oh. And I remember, Dad, you said, he's like, I was just freaking out. No, I'm so I was like, Hey, you, you want to know how you get better at doing it? You get over those feelings of nervousness? How? You just keep doing it. Mm-hmm. You just, just keep, keep doing it. And you do. And you get up there and you get up there. Well, and eventually now you get up there and it's like, you can play now and completely mess up like the other week i just was like i completely forgot how to play this song i've been playing for like six years and you laugh yeah. about it yeah and it's not this oh, oh my gosh. gosh yeah because you because you know oh this just happens yeah that's good stuff yeah that's good stuff that's not very good let's take a break we'll be back with more right for this have a marriage dilemma email your questions to ask at markgunger.com and mark can answer them during one of our shows So you call up. We're back. Mark on the show talking about love, marriage, and relationships, answering your emails, uh, talking about doing stuff you're afraid to do or not being able to get mm-hmm. over things. I, I, my, I have always been so hardwired, and I, like Phil said, that's what I taught him. If something about it, you just do it again. Mm-hmm. You, you push through it, whether it's a fear of this, that, or you See, just I'm do that it. way too. Yeah. So I think that makes me a little uh, not very empathetic. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, if he tells me. Oh, Dad, I, I played horrible, and I, and you know, well, here, let me, let's just pray together for a while and try and calm down that spirit of fear and all. And how do people like that? They're empathetic. Right. They're real feely touched. I just say, shut up, do it again. That's shut what up, you get out do. there. Do it. Just go, 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 yeah. go, go, go. Let's go. Here we go. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And you just get over it. Yeah. Type thing. So I, that part of me, is greatly lacking. There's <laughs> only one time that that advice didn't work for me, <laughs> and that's when. I uh, ate some scallops once. Uh-huh. Got yes. real sick. Uh-huh. And he did it again! 24 hours later, and I said to myself, you know what? You got to get back up on that horse. <laughs> and I had more scallops, and I got even more <laughs> sick. Are you allergic to them? Apparently he is. Ah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this is how we discover if we're allergic to scallops. Yeah. Do it three, four, five times in a row. I keep yeah. throwing up each time. Yeah. Hmm. I think there's a pattern. Right. But see, that's the kind of thing I would do. Yes. It I, is. But then have enough sense, okay, I, I can't do this. Yeah. You know, like if I... Flew a plane and crashed a couple of times. Right. I, I'd probably stop. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but if that's only if something bad actually happened, not just the fear and the feelings. No, I just, I refuse to let that stuff grab me. I don't see how anybody accomplishes anything in life. If you're always stopped because you're afraid, well, there's a lot of people like that. That's why they don't accomplish anything in life. They're afraid of everything. All right, we'll be back with more right after this. Caution The Mark Hunger Show contains adult content intended for an adult audience. We're back, Mark Unger Show. That's not the first thing you want to hear me go back on the show. <laughs> We're back talking about love, marriage, and relationship. Answering an email. Nice lady writes us. She can't get over the fact that her husband really hurt her. We found out he was looking at porn. Now she doesn't want to have much to do with him, which of course just pushed her back to porn. How do I get over it? I think that, uh, I'm not very empathetic, obviously, because I don't relate to that. Phil had a great answer. If you're going to heal on something, you've got to keep doing it or you won't ever heal, mm-hmm. which is very, very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Well, I think especially in this case, if he hasn't relapsed, so to speak, back into the porn for a year and he's doing the right things, I think that's a long enough time that he's proven himself. Yeah. It's not like it's been two weeks. Well, I think it, here's what, if someone's asking a question, how do I do rehab without hurting? doesn't happen. You can't do it. Rehab hurts. The people who do rehab are little torture experts. <laughs> My friend does it, and he says, really? It doesn't hurt me at all. 
Because yeah. he's the, he's the, the therapist. therapist. <laughs> but they literally hurt people. But they're doing Well, it I know. Good. It's like yeah. twice a week when I go and lift weights with the trainer. It hurts every single time I go. Yeah, that's why I don't go. Well. Because I don't want to hurt. So, I mean, it's so when they're saying, well, how, if you're saying, how can I do this and not hurt? There is, no, there's no way to do it and not hurt. You're going to hurt, but you'll eventually You'll hurt, hurt less and less and less, though, yeah, right? Yeah, the, the, the way the human, be, human beings are created to heal. And if you, unless there's something really wrong, you will generally heal. The other problem that I have is sometimes people will find out, um, you know, like let's say their husband was uh, unfaithful to them. Mm-hmm. And they want to save their marriage. So they save the marriage. And now she tortures him for the next 20 years, mm-hmm. reminding him every day of what he did to her. Well, that's just sick. Mm-hmm. I mean, they haven't really, you know, why didn't you just let your marriage break up? You know, they actually almost enjoy. Well, because it's not really saving the marriage. It's just opportunity to torture. It's just very odd. Mm-hmm. I mean, if Make you're you pay. For, it's if, the opportunity to make the other person pay. If you're going to forgive him and let him go, that's why. If you say to your husband, I forgive you for what you were doing and I want to do the right thing, well, you got to forgive him and mm-hmm. you just move past it. Mm-hmm. And don't be in a situation where you got to be reminding him of it and stuff. So, I don't know. People are, everybody's a little odd. Anyway, what do you we're got? all jacked up. <clears throat> yeah, we're all jacked up. Okay, this is a guy writing. He said, I recently listened to a message from a well-known pastor. He told me the name, but I will just leave it at that. Okay. Um, the gist of it is that he advocates men talking to their wives about the lustful thoughts that they have. <laughs> this seems like a really bad idea and something Mark would disagree, but I could be wrong. Would be great to know your thoughts on this because I've considered this guy a pretty level-headed preacher in other matters. Yeah, he's just wrong. He's just wrong. That is pure, unadulterated stupidity. I know people who've gotten divorced listening to advice advice like this. Exactly Mm -hmm. like this. You know, I've heard these marriage seminars. I don't know if they still do it anymore, but, you know, write write down the 10 things you like the least about your spouse. Don't want to (laughs) know. I had a lady call me once and says, now, th- th- yours is one of these seminars where people write down what they don't like about each, other's, each other. Nope. And I said, oh, heavens, no. She said, oh, good. I went to one of those. I said, yeah. She says, and then we got divorced. Yep. I don't want to know. Well, what's the point of that? Men respond visually in a way that most women do not. Some do, but most don't. You're going to tell your wife every time something crazy goes through your head, yep. temptation-wise? You're a moron. But you can't keep those feelings inside. You have to be honest with them. No. Oh, they're idiots. No. No. Now, I do suggest this. Uh, that's why you should have men friends so yes. you can talk about these things. Yes. You just don't tell your wife, hey, the neighbor <clears throat> lady's hot. She does it for me. No, you don't yeah, say that's, that. that's not. Or in a nicer way, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Yeah, well, what's a nicer way of that? I'm you know? struggling when the neighbor lady takes her garbage can out in her bathrobe in the morning. Yeah, you know, I, <laughs> I woke up my neighbor lady. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up with an erection thinking about uh, Susan over there. You know, what? No. What? Why who would wants, you say hey, something like that? Who wants to know that? Why is this advice being given? Because what woman wants to know that? Uh, what is he? Th- I can't imagine what this preacher is thinking. What? What's the? What's the point of that? To be honest, I guess. Uh, to what end? What? How does that help anybody? I don't think it would be helpful. You're right, though, to tell somebody else, to tell one of your guy friends or something, that you need to do. Nah, it's like these stupid... I remember back in the 80s, uh, late 80s, one of the big things going through a lot of churches was uh, uh, brutal honesty. Yes. And confessing your faults to one yes. another. So they would literally go, and people would line up and... If you have something you need to get right with someone, let's do it right now. And the organ would keep playing or whatever. And, and everybody went and talked to different people. And, and it was brutal. It was awful. Someone would come up to you and say, 
you know, I, I just want you to know I, I thought you'd been a real arrogant jerk mm-hmm. for the last five years, and I've just hated you in my heart, and I just want you to forgive me. Well, now that person feels better, but now the person that you just vomited yeah. on feels horrible. Yeah, like, what did what? I do? Yeah. Why was that? Oh, my goodness. Or some guy comes to you, you know, I, I've been looking at your breasts, and I want you to forgive me because I think... Oh, my gosh, I could I think, never look at them again. I, th- I think you got really great breasts. And, no, and, stop! And, and, and forgive, <laughs> forgive me for that. No, the people no, do I stuff know. like this! I know. I've had people... Not that. <laughs> not that. But I, I, I told you I had that Nothing one... quite like breast flattery. Nothing breast flattery. To build oneself a No, no, no. I had that one woman come to me after church. It's like she grabbed me by the arm. She looked me straight in the face. She goes, I'm so sorry. I've just held something against you and I was so angry at you and so bitter towards you, but I forgive you. And she runs away, and I'm like... She didn't even say what it was. She didn't say what it was. I could guess what it was, but I thought that was really weird. You know, it's like... That's the other thing. Yeah, I, I forgive you for... She forgives me. Well, I, I hadn't do, done anything. I didn't do anything. I hadn't done anything. I know, it's terrible. I know I haven't done anything. I, I hey, f- I almost killed you the other day. I have a gum with me. Like, yeah. I don't, But I, you know what? I feel a lot better about it now. Anyway, see you, man. Yeah. I had one friend. <laughs> I won't say his name, Phil knows who he is. But uh, he had like a huge line of people. Oh, when they were all telling him what they <laughs> yeah. were. Apparently, he was one of the more despised persons oh, in the no. church. So they were all telling him, imagine how you went home feeling that day. <laughs> I'm telling you. I mean, everybody had one or two people come to you. And and you just he like, had the lines. And I'm, I'm, oh. I'm thinking, oh, Lord, I don't think I had anybody come to me. I didn't. I'm That's thinking, amazing, actually. I just, I'm a nice guy. <laughs> So I, I just, you know, I just, I didn't want to talk to him. I'm, I don't want to look. I don't want to make eye contact. I do. Oh, I hope this, I want this to get over. But people are going around talking to each other. I'm thinking, emotionally vomiting all yeah. over people. It's a horrible thing. Oh, it's and then terrible. I look over my friend. He's he had he had at least eight people in line waiting to tell him how much they couldn't stand him and, and forgiveness. <laughs> oh my goodness! He had to go to like a number system. Yeah. Oh my god! Forty five. Number forty five. Like at the meat counter. <laughs> Like the meat counter, right? I mean, it's just awful. So, but there's people who actually think stuff like this, and they're just wrong. Okay, so how about do do you think that That most wives movie clip? It would be. It would be very funny. (laughs) It was true. That's what really makes it funny. Do you think that most wives assume that their men, at some level? Notice women or think I don't know, things. I can't figure, I've never been able to figure women out. There is women right now that if you were to tell them that they're shocked and stunned. That that's true. Yeah, I said you're. See, men, I assume that men men notice pretty women. I assume that immediately, and if they're sexually attractive, wow, that pushes buttons in them right And there's women who go, what, what, I, really? I, right. I mean, oh yeah. I assume that that's the way y'all men are. Well, most of but them. But I are. don't want to hear the specifics. Thank you very much. Would rather not. You, you got a nice butt, and I, I want you to forgive me because I've, I've been staring at your butt for quite a while now. And that's wrong. Thank you. <laughs> no. <laughs> Can you know how creepy that woman feels now? Oh, jeez. As a woman, <laughs> I'll tell you, <laughs> it feels creepy when you catch a, a guy's eyes where they're not supposed to be. That is creepy enough. <laughs> That's creepy enough. Maybe he has I a lazy eye. Maybe he has a lazy he's eye. He's got the walleye thing going on, right? That's creepy enough. I don't even need to hear it. That's creepy. I don't I like know. it. We have to cut him some slack. You're pretty tall. <laughs> Especially around all y'all short people. You're like, what are those? Frodo's. What are those? Hobbits. Hobbits. You Gosh, I can't even think of hobbits. words today. You know, you're just eye level with <laughs> stuff. With stuff.
<laughs> Stop here. So, I, I, to answer the guy's question, I think it's terrible advice. Yeah. Horrible, horrible advice. He actually sent me the link to that podcast. I didn't listen to it, but now I'm curious. I think I'll go listen to it and hear what the dude actually said. Yeah, let me know. But I, I just think it's nonsense. There's people like, they believe there's, there's a group in our own town here that I remember for a while they were really pushing brutal honesty. Yeah, no. If you think someone's a jerk, you should just tell them. No. It's better. Be nice. Or if you think someone's really ugly, you walk up and you know, no. you know, I, I think you're really unattractive no. and that you should really do something with your hair because it's, yeah. it just doesn't look good. Who does stuff like that? No. And they think that it's righteous and it's holy and stuff no. and it actually just creates all this damage and stuff. If I'm having a bad hair day, please don't tell me because guess what? I already know that. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I don't need I'll you to tell me. I'll be able to come to me and say, you know, Pastor, I, I think you're you're a good looking man, mm-hmm. even if I'm ugly, even if you think I'm butt ugly. Mm-hmm. Just lie, just, just lie, <laughs> lie through your teeth. You're a good looking man. Well, thank you very much. You're so pretty. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Praise the Lord. It's like the compliments I get when they think I'm you. Uh huh. Yeah. Seminars. You're so much younger. Yeah, looking. Well, you look a lot younger. You look than really your good, and you're feeling yeah. really good about yourself. Yeah. Do you realize that? Yeah. Oh, you look good for sixty two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look really good for sixty-two. Oh I'm how God. old are you? Thirty-eight. I'm thirty-eight, and I look really great for sixty-two. Yeah, you look really good. Hey, I have guys tell me they th- thought I was forty-something. <gasps> Isn't that wonderful? It is. It really is. Yeah. Probably because I'm so immature. That's part of it. <laughs> There's no way a sixty-two-year-old guy could be this immature. You so act they, like they roll me back a decade or two. Yeah, must be. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, All right. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more ramblings right after this. Want more of Mark? Visit markgunger.com. There you will find everything that Mark has to offer. Now, please don't give me all that lip. Stop acting like you are so hip. Yeah, I know you want it. Yes, I am so hip. I'm not acting, friend. A bologna sandwich man, so come on, feed me some bologna. You're listening to the Mark Tucker Show, where we feed you just huge amounts of bologna every week. What do you got? Okay, she said, yeah. No, it's a him. He's writing. He says, do men deserve respect even if they have failed a lot? Recently, my wife and I attempted to create a business and it failed. They're $50,000 in debt. He says, my wife's attitude is I don't deserve respect until I have paid back the debt. So she will be rude, put me down, say things like, we're 50000 in debt because it's your fault. That statement is true, but she says it to put me down and hurt my feelings. <clears throat> Ever since the business failed, she's gotten meaner and more disrespectful. She calls names, raises her voice, and at times has even hit me lightly, he says. He's from Peace Country, doesn't like drama. I tell her to stop, don't be so mean, stop trying to hurt my feelings, and she says, I don't deserve respect until the debt is paid off. She knows from watching you that respecting a man is critical, but she thinks it's okay to deny respect if someone hasn't earned it. He says, I understand that in the area of business, I don't deserve respect because I fail, but I have succeeded in many other ways. I've written several books. I've got two jobs, bringing money in and paying the debt back. She just decides to focus on all the failures of mine and uses those as an excuse not to give me respect in general. I don't expect her to respect my failures, but I do expect her to put effort into seeing my successes. So, Mark, do men deserve respect even if they have failed a lot? Of course. Of course. Your wife's a a horrible way for her to treat you. Horrible. I tell women all the time, respect is not based on earning it. In fact, the key to unlocking the potential in, in any man is treat him with respect before he earns it. God's always known this about men. Look how many times God comes to somebody in the Bible who's a complete loser, treats him with respect before, like Gideon. Mm-hmm. Gideon's a coward. 
should be ashamed of himself. I'd want to slap him. He's hiding like a little girl. Angel appears to him and says, you're a mighty warrior. Starts treating him with respect when he doesn't deserve it, and all of a sudden starts changing him. You take any guy, start treating him with respect before he earns it, and it starts to encourage and empower that man. The way she's treated, shame on her. Is she a Christian? I had to ask, are you both, you know, committed Christians yeah. and active in your faith? Because it doesn't sound like it, does it? Yes, we are both committed Christians. We met on a church website. Her father and my committed father were Christian. both pastors. Blah, 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 blah. Committed Christian, my butt. They're active in their faith and church. She needs to be committed. They pray every a psychiatric day ward. and go to church every week. Ah, she's full of baloney. Play that baloney song again. Come on, give me some baloney. That's, that's, that's nonsense. I'm a committed Christian. But I won't forgive you, and I'm not going to treat you with respect. I don't care what the Bible says. you got to earn it. What kind of Christian is that? That's like someone says, I'm a devoted Christian, but I look at porn all day long. I'm a devoted Christian, but I kill people, bury them in the backyard. I'm a, everybody in their committed Christian nonsense. Mm -hmm. They live like hell, but they say they're committed Christians. Shame on her. That's just awful. And first of all, $50,000 in debt, that's it? That's not a ton that's of debt, it? actually, for a failed business. <laughs> That's Man, not much. I have failed <laughs> in the seven figures, uh -huh. seven mm -hmm. millions mm -hmm. of dollars. Mm -hmm. So your problem is your your debt's just uh, strong enough that you're still letting it wrap around your. If you if you lost a few million, then you, they will let you off of it because, mm -hmm. <laughs> because no one can repay yeah. it. You know how many successful people in life have failed miserably to the tune of many millions millions and millions that went and did it again mm. and lost uh i know this guy in uh, australia one of the richest men in the probably richest man in australia but he's got his, his amazing story he lost millions and they tried it again and lost millions and he tried it again and lost millions now when these guys are losing millions that's not their money right right and then he does it again i'm thinking who gives this guy any no. more money? He's lost, he's lost millions. Who keeps investing in that company, <clears throat> those and, companies. And he hit it big. Yep. And is one of the richest men in the world today. All, you know, Abraham Lincoln, one of the greatest losers in life. You go through his list of yep. failures. It's stunning. Yep. Fail, 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 boom. Ends up becoming one of the greatest presidents in American history. You know, I... I you guys are letting one, your wife is beating the snot out of you for one business fair for 50 grand? What business is this? You know, and, you, and it's killing you? What, you know, I'm, I know people have issues about things like bankruptcy and stuff. That, the problem is 50,000, you can kind of work off over yeah. a long time. Well, he says he has two jobs, so he's working it down. She should be glad for that. Yeah, he should have lost 500,000. Well, he should have lost five. 50 million, and then he wouldn't. I'm telling you. I know. The Sometimes people, the their, their failures are just. I know. Just big enough to kill them for the rest of their lives. Yeah, yeah that's the beauty of bankruptcy laws. That's why in this country we don't have debtors' prisons. At some point, well, I feel it's my fault. I know. Yep. When bankruptcy, I, I, I did it and I can't pay it back. Now he's saying, well, he can. She's but, basically guaranteeing he's never going to succeed at anything. I'll never succeed at anything with that. Can right. you imagine being married to a woman's constantly, yep. you're a failure, and you got to pay back that money? Just, what a jerk. Yep. Yep. That's awful. Awful. She should oh, be saying, thanks, honey, for working so hard. You know, I know you put everything into it. We'll yeah. try again. We're, we're going to trust God. We're going to work through this thing, you know. And again, I don't know if it's sucking the life out of him in a business failure, why you don't write that sucker off. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what he did. Yeah. 
but goodness gracious. <clears throat> you know, I've failed so often. I, I'm a, some of us are professionals at it. Mm-hmm. We're professional failures. Mm-hmm. But we learn from our failures, and we go on to succeed. Much of what I know today is the result of learning what not to do. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a child who learns, don't stick a fork into the outlet. Mm-hmm. Now, you can either go to school and learn about electricity and why you shouldn't stick a fork into an outlet mm-hmm. because metal conducts electricity and get into an exact detailed study of why electricity electrons move down metal. And if you do, you could do all that great study or you can do it the Mark Unger way. Stick a fork in into an outlet. Go, ah! And, and you know what? You just don't do it again. Yes. <laughs> and then pretty soon. You're not nearly as educated as people think you should be, but you're really yeah. smart. You just learned the hard way. I just, I just, I'm stunned. I mean, I'm sure it seems like a million dollars to you guys. I'm just saying, in terms of business, a 50,000 business failure mm-hmm. is nothing. That's not, I, I'm stunned. There's people who lose, I know people who lost like $6,000 in a thing. And, and now they, the they, they the live world. the rest of their lives yep. in absolute fear and they never do anything again. Yep. I'll never do because we lost $6,000. What? Why you lost it? So what? You know? I invested once in something and I lost, you know, $3,500. I've heard these stories. And we're never ever going to do anything like that again. Really? Over $3,500? Talk about holding tightly onto something. Good grief. It's a loss. You kiss it off. You write it off. That's why you have your taxes and you write it off on your taxes. And even the federal government, if you take those losses and, and pay them forward, uh, are doing your taxes. I don't know who your accountant is. That should knock down your taxes for a long time. Mm-hmm. The bad, the great news about really losing a bunch of money is uh, the following years I paid almost no taxes. <laughs> there you go. Almost none. Yeah. Even though I was still making really good money. Why? Because it was a loss that I yeah. took. And, you know, and that helps you recover. You're not paying out. Oh, I just, I just can't believe I'm stunned that someone would let life destroy them for 50 grand. I just, mm-hmm. first of all, if it was 500 grand, your wife shouldn't treat you that way. She doesn't understand what respect is. Respect is based on who you are, not what you do, to a great degree. Now, if you're doing a lot of bad all the time, it is what you do, but that's because it's reflective of who you are. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But you make a mistake here and there. I mean, that's, that doesn't define you for the rest of your life. And anyway, I would really suggest you uh, look up some books on a. Uh, <clears throat> On respect. I mean, you're going to have to shove this. You're going to have to stand up. I wouldn't let my wife talk to me that way. I just wouldn't do it. Well, that he's way. a peace guy, so that's hard for him. Yeah, well, that's the problem. <laughs> well, he's going to let her push him around and treat him like nonsense and suck the life out of him. At some point, I don't care if you are a peace person, you need to stand up to really bad behavior and say no. Confrontation is not your enemy. Confrontation is your friend. Well, what do peace people want? Peace people want? Respect. Who are afraid of... And they want respect. Want right? respect. So you're going to have to stand up for it. But they won't do because they're afraid. So they yeah. don't get what they want. So at some point, you're going to have to s- stiffen up your backbone and confront her and say, you know, don't bring, I don't want to hear this. Don't ever bring this up again. I mean, I would. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah. would too. There's no, I don't ever want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. We'll work it off and stuff, but don't ever remind me of my failure again. I mean, she's wrong at so many levels. It's stunning. I think even the, the most common person would be shocked at the way your wife is. I, that, and I would use that as confrontation. I go talk to your pastor, somebody. Don't just email me. Go talk to somebody. Confront this behavior. What she's doing is horrible to you. Mm -hmm. Oh, my goodness. All right, take a break. We'll be right back. 
Attend Mark's Laugh Your Way to a Better Marriage event. Visit LaughYourWay.com for upcoming dates and locations. We are back. Mark Dunger Show. All right. We only talked about two emails this whole show. No, we didn't. Did we? Did did, we did three. Did we do three? We did, we? did one, two, three. We did, right, three. did three. All right. <clears throat> hey, we've done shows where we didn't do any. <laughs> or, yeah, or just one. one. Yeah. And a rail. We've had those. Rant and rave about the one. So there's no sense in studying another one because we're almost out of time. Any parting thoughts? We can talk Fun? about... Uh... Your cruise. Phil's cruise. Plug oh. Phil's cruise. Well, don't, we don't really have time to talk about that yeah, now either. No. <laughs> I heard the music already. <laughs> the music's fading out into nothingness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. Good well, show. Good hustle. It's good to see you guys. It's been too long. Right. Let me know how you're doing. <laughs> I haven't seen you in a long time. I know. Right? Diet. Well, we haven't recorded, and the last time uh, we did it without Phil, so he hasn't been around for months. He's a slacker. I but was on the back. verge of death, so I was sick. I wasn't around. I you can't come were. around you when I'm like sick. You were, like, terribly sick. Horribly sick. Yeah. But we're all back. It's all good. We'll be back again next week. See y'all later. Bye-bye, boys. Have fun storming the castle. <laughs>